Talking Broncos with Mile High Sports' Cody Rourke on the Jim Davis Show. With us on the Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line, Cody Rourke. Good morning. Good uh, good morning, Cody. How are you doing? I'm out of the gates, kind of like uh, the way the Broncos started the season. Hopefully I can finish the way they finished the season. But uh, good out yeah, have you on, man. So uh, we Good had morning, your, gentlemen. Good morning to you. Uh, we had Benjamin Albright, uh, your uh, fellow Broncos insider from 850 KOA on uh, Monday, and he says Dan Quinn should be the guy. Do you think it should be Dan yeah. Quinn? Yeah, I know I know he likes Dan Quinn a lot. Now, here's my stance on it. I'm going to take an entirely different stance on the coaching search than anybody is. I don't know who the right guy is, but I, I'm excited to see who they hire because I think who they hire ultimately will be the right guy. I think so many people have already put all their chips in on this coach, this coach, or this coach. I mean, Dever hasn't even interviewed anybody else yet. They, you know, it's, you got Jim Harbaugh, you got Joe Ever, you got Jim Caldwell today that Denver is interviewing. Outside of that, a bulk of the other guys that they would like to interview are going to be after you know sometime next week. So, for me. Uh, I don't know who to. I, I don't want to commit to anybody because I think that they're all very qualified candidates. I think that's the one thing that stands out is you look at each and every one of these coaches. They have a lot of experience. A majority of them have head coaching experience, minus a few. But in my opinion, I think that the Walton Penner family ownership group is going to take their time. They're not going to rush. They're obviously not in a rush to hire a coach. They want to figure out who the right guy is for the job because for them. You want to hire this guy, and you want this guy to be the guy for the next five to ten years, in my opinion. So um, I think it's something that uh, they have to take the process on. I know I know Albright loves Dan Quinn, um, but we'll see what happens for sure. Well, Jim Caldwell, who coached the Colts, uh, was also in Detroit, which I don't think they should have fired him uh, and replaced him with Matt Patricia because the Colts, or excuse me, the Lions, excuse me, at that time when Caldwell was there, was heading – uh, they were heading in the right direction, and now it looks like Dan Campbell's got the, the Lions uh, certainly back on track and will be uh, a team that uh, could very well contend for the NFC North title next year. But what are the pluses and minuses about a Jim Caldwell, the name that we really haven't talked about a whole lot with the Sean Paytons and the Jim Harbaugh's and the Dan Quinns? Yeah, you know, Jim Caldwell is a coach who, I mean, has done such a fantastic job through his career. I mean, has the utmost respect of some of the key guys, and you know who I imagine will probably have a little bit of like influence and say on this is Peyton Manning. I think Peyton Manning said, hey, Jim Caldwell is a great coach. And I know he interviewed for the job several years ago. I was told the like when they hired Vance Joseph that they, they interviewed Jim Caldwell, and they really, really, really liked Caldwell. But they went with Vance Joseph. So maybe this is an opportunity to get that right in the eyes of uh, the Broncos. But um, – you know, for Caldwell, I mean, look what he's able to do. You know, some people are going to say, oh, well, he had Peyton Manning as his quarterback. He also led, a, as you mentioned, a Detroit Lions team and Matthew Stafford was balling. And they had, I mean, I, I thought Jim Caldwell was doing a lot to try to turn things around in Detroit. Because when you look at it, Chicago was tough. I mean, you look at Green Bay, of course. I mean, Green Bay was the leader of the pack there with Aaron Rodgers. They, I mean, Caldwell, in my opinion, has done a fantastic job in his career. I think he'd be a good head coaching candidate. And it's not like he's going to be a guy that's going to come in and be an offensive play caller. I think he's a great, disciplined leader that I think the Broncos will really benefit from. And, of course, you know, if you go on Twitter, you're going to see a lot of people say, oh, this is just the Rooney rule. To my understanding, people I talk to, 
the Broncos really viewed Jim Caldwell as a very qualified candidate. And I know, like, it's the unfortunate nature, you know, that the NFL's put this process in place that it kind of makes it seem like, well, if you interview a minority candidate, you're just doing it to check off a box, which, as we know in times, that has been the case for NFL organizations. So that makes the Rooney rule kind of interesting when you look at it in hindsight. Uh, but Jim Caldwell is a very qualified head coaching candidate and could be a, one of the best guys for the job. And we'll have to see how the interview goes here today. Yeah, Lions went 9-7 and and 9-7 and seven in 2016, 2017, his, his two years there. Uh, his, actually, he was there for four years. But they went they put together 9-7 and seven seasons. They went 11-5 and five in his first year. And they lost to Dallas in the wild card game. I mean, he, he only had one sub 500 season in Detroit that was the next year at 7 and 9 but when you know 14 and 2 with the Colts as their head coach 10 and 6 then had the disastrous 2 and 14 season when when Peyton Manning uh was out the entire season I mean you look at the track record for Jim Caldwell it's not bad at all been to the playoffs four times uh lost to New Orleans in the Super Bowl in in 29 2009 so there's been successor for Jim Caldwell he also hasn't coached in a couple of years. Last time, uh, Cody, he was coaching with the, the Dolphins in 2019. He's 67 years old, which that could be a factor in this as well. I guess those are a couple of the negatives when it comes to Jim Caldwell. But just on his resume, it's been a pretty successful run for Jim Caldwell. Yeah, he's very, as we said, very, very qualified. And to be honest with you, I would not be shocked, Jim, if he becomes the top candidate that the Broncos have interviewed after he concludes his interview here today. Um, you know, obviously they, they interviewed Jim Harbaugh virtually on Monday. They interviewed Ajiro Evro yesterday in person, and they got Jim Caldwell here today. I would not be shocked if he suddenly emerges as the top guy for the job. But I don't think you're going to hear anything in the media. I don't think you're going to hear a lot of talk from him that he suddenly emerged. I think that internally this will be something where they're like, all right, hey, he's our top guy. Let's interview these other guys and see if that changes. Um, I think Jim Caldwell actually has a great chance here. Mile High Sports Radio's Cody Rourke with us. Catch him weekday afternoons on Mile High Sports Radio. Joins us today on the Team Sports Network. Of the candidates that are out there, now including Jim Caldwell, uh, that we know about, is there anybody you go, no way, no how? That guy has zero chance of being the next Broncos head coach. Oh, that's, you know, that's a tough question, Jim, because I honestly look at it and I don't see that. I, I think the only one, in my opinion, is Sean Payton. I really don't believe Sean Payton is coming to Denver, especially with the L.A. job looking like it's about to open up. Um, you know, with how the Cowboys just performed this past week, and if they lose in the playoffs, I see Jerry Jones firing Mike McCarthy, and I see Sean Payton potentially going to Dallas. So I don't think Denver, I think Sean Payton is the one guy I'm saying, no, it's not happening. We've heard rumblings that, you know, that Sean McVay is thinking about walking away from the Rams, and that the Rams would not stop him from going to another team. Would Sean McVay now be maybe somebody the Broncos might take an interest in if he does become available? Um, I mean, I think there would be interest, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think for him and, and obviously people close to Sean McVay, and I, you know, one of the guys I really trust on the subject is Jay Glazier. And McVay, I think, you know, for him, he won the Super Bowl. You know, he's been coaching forever. You know, he's one of the youngest guys. He's been coaching for quite a long time. Um, you know, he just had a baby, you know, he just got married. 
He's no longer chasing Instagram models the way that he and Cliff Kingsbury used to be doing all the time. Um, and he just, I think the, the word is that he's burnt out with football and wants to be around family more now that he has a family. Um, and he's been through a lot, like this offseason. You know, I think his wife's family was impacted by everything that was happening in Ukraine. Um, I, I think for Sean McVay, he's going to go into TV and it allows him to, to manage his schedule a little bit. Um, I think he'll be able to, you know, obviously go cover a game on Sunday, but he gets to come home after that, which is, you know, the luxury that you don't really get when you're actually the head coach of a team. Um, I think McVay's done, um, and I don't think he's going to get back into coaching. I think he's going to stay in TV, and he's going to make a lot of money doing it. Cody Rourke, My Life Sports Radio with us today on the team. Two more questions for you. Uh, Dominic Foxworth on uh, ESPN today. They were talking about, the team that finished last, who has the best chance in, in, you know, in AFC, NFC, of teams that finished last in their division to turn it around and maybe win the division in 2023? Dominique Foxworth, former Bronco, mentioned he thinks the Broncos have the best chance. Do you think they have the best chance of going from worst to first in their division? I'm trying to think of all the teams. Either Chicago, there's Houston, uh, there's the Commanders, there's, there's the, the Jets, the Browns. Yeah. Um, yeah. In my opinion, I think Denver probably does like have the best chance out of all those other teams that you know could go from worst to first. I think Denver is going to be significantly better, Jim. And I think that you know, from my understanding and what we saw with the offense, I you know I was told Ben Steele did a fantastic job this year and that really you know butch berry when he was hired he was the sole voice in that room but it's like butch berry the reason he was fired is because he didn't really coach guys um but i've also been told there could be a little bit of a chance that denver looks to bring mike munchak back so keep an eye on that as something for them um outside of that i do think that they could go from worst to first uh, it's going to be tough right because you look at the AFC west i mean i think when you look at all those other divisions you can make an argument it's one of the toughest divisions in football for sure. Um, but how we saw the Broncos play the last two weeks when they simplified the offense, and that was the thing, they simplified it. They didn't do anything different. They just simplified the offense. It's amazing how they looked. So I think that Denver does have a great chance. And you know what, like Russell Wilson said postgame, he said, you know, it's, when we turn this thing around, it's going to be amazing. And you know what, I have belief that he might be right. So you feel like there is a shot for Ben Steele to somehow – stay on this staff moving forward? I think there's a possibility. You know, like I said, it, it, everything is going to be contingent upon who the head coach is that is hired. Um, and ultimately, if there's anybody that they want to bring in, you know, on their own staff. But, you know, there's going to be some coaches that are going to have a chance to stay. Um, I think Christian Parker is a name to keep an eye on for the Broncos. He's done a fantastic job in the secondary this year with them. Ben Steele, um, you know, like I said, you know, Chris Cooper is now the guy in Minnesota. So if Mike Munchak does come back, maybe Ben Steele is the right guy to, to work with, with him. So we'll see. And I, you know, obviously I think Ben's done a fantastic job. I talked to players and they said they really liked Ben this year. So uh, Bush Perry, not so much. Okay. <laughs> okay. What, what final one for you? We have super wildcard weekend coming up right here on the team. The wildcard team you think has the best chance of going to the Super Bowl? is a tough one this is a really tough one right uh, you know i was going to say initially the chargers um before i saw last week i 
the Chargers are talented. I just I have no idea why Brandon Staley was playing the starters. Obviously, Mike Williams' status is in question. We have no idea what it's going to be uh, for them. It's a short term because they play on Saturday. In my opinion, I think, I think the Bengals are probably going to be my best pick. The Bengals or the Bills are going to be the wild like teams in this wild card round that we have that I think are going to be the top two teams. I don't think Miami's going to have enough juice in the tank to do it. I don't think Tampa Bay is going to do it. I don't think Dallas is going to be, you know, be a team that's going to go that far either. Um, I'd say Cincinnati and Buffalo are the two teams in the AFC that I feel like can make a run. Um, and that, that's going to be my pick. And then the NFC, I mean, gosh, I don't even know about the NFC. I'm, I'm bummed out that the, the Lions didn't make it in. I know, me too. Um, I want to see the Seahawks get smacked. And so I'm going to go with San Francisco. I think San Francisco right now is going to be playing a wild card weekend. I think San Francisco on the NFC side is probably the one team I feel like is actually legit. I think there's you can poke holes in a lot of the other teams in the NFC right now. So I'm going to go San Francisco, and then it's either going to be the Bengals or the, uh, the Bills. All right, 